the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. Live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome once again to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense on this week before Christmas. And I'm feeling a little bit festive. I don't know about you, Larry, but good morning. Good morning, Chris. And how are you today? I am feeling like it's a little bit like Christmas. How about you? It's almost here. It's great. It's a great time of year, that's for sure. Some that areas of the sure. country have got a little bit of snow going out there. Some folks will get some white Christmas. Sorry, Hawaii. You might not. In Florida, oh, well. What can yeah, you do? Oh, what well, can you do? that's okay. They miss out, right? They, they miss out, but no, no worries. No worries. You know, and it's funny, too, about the snow. You know, some people just love it and embrace it, and other people just go, ah, I don't want the snow. Yeah, know? it's a little bit chilly, but, you know, there's just something about it that just makes it all Christmassy, <laughs> and I'm happy about that. Right, right. There you go. Well, we got one more week left, that's which right. is wonderful, wonderful time. You know, as a matter of fact, next Saturday, we're going to be doing our special Christmas broadcast show. Uh, we're going to have uh, Pastor Denny Glusco from Youth for Tomorrow on doing his uh, rendition of the Christmas story as well as uh, someone else, too. Actually, my father-in-law, Dutch Short, will be doing one as well. Yeah, so that, both wonderful, be, wonderful be men. Be, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal here, and I'd like to continue to welcome our longtime listeners in the D.C., Baltimore area on WAVA, channel 105.1 FM on your dial, as well as you can listen to the show live on our website at LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the radio icon and hit listen live. And our our listeners on Sirius XM, channel 131, F, uh, yeah, Sirius XM, channel 131, family <laughs> yeah. talk across the country, border to border and coast to coast. And then, of course, our uh, our new new thing, Chris, here is live streaming on YouTube. we got a lot of people following around the country on YouTube. You can go to LarryRosenthal.tv, LarryRosenthal.tv. And sort of watch uh, watch how the sausage is made in the in the scenes there on uh, on YouTube. Catch us live uh, each Saturday morning. So lots of stuff in the financial press this week. And let's just start off with you know sort of the the three hundred pound uh, uh, elephant there sitting in the corner of the room. You know what's going on with stimulus? Are we going to get stimulus? How much stimulus are we going to get? Are we not going to get stimulus? What's going to happen if we do get stimulus? What does it all mean? Right? What does it all mean? Okay, you know there's no doubt about it that there's a lot of people still hurting substantially from the coronavirus. Uh, employees, uh, small businesses, 
different 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 people all across the country and and congress is trying to negotiate debate what argue whatever it is push and pull back and forth some sort of package to get to these people and and they need to do it quickly now what the market's like about that is it floods the market with more consumer spending the velocity of money continues and obviously the market's like that because it enables people to purchase to do things pay bills corporate profits continue to rise and that's what the markets are liking so you know the markets are pretty poised here in 2021 from from what everybody seems to be saying with the backdrop of a very accommodated federal reserve corporate earnings on the rise unemployment still ticking down is the trend even though we had some 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 weak numbers this past week uh, and and then you take a look at stimulus and and a divided Congress. You know, if the Republicans maintain control of the Senate, which we'll find out January fifth or sixth or something like that. And so, uh, uh, you know, that with that backdrop, the the markets are are pretty positive, uh, or or at least have some some uh, uh, enthusiasm moving into next year with that type of a backdrop there. So, so from from that standpoint, things things look pretty good. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, welcome Dana on the line from North Carolina. Good morning, Dana. How are you today? Are you there? I think she dropped off. I heard a fast busy there for a second. Was raised. Hopefully oh, you so. did? Okay, sorry about that. We'll, we'll just okay. see if she wants to call back. Anyway, you can give us a ring live with any of your, you know, it's open mic Saturday, Chris. Open mic Saturday. I love it because it's any questions at all, any questions you have on your mind about purchasing a home, refinancing your property, about your tax return coming up, how to make some year-end uh, charitable giving. What does it mean under the CARES Act this year? You know, you can you can donate up to 100% of your adjusted gross income cash, if you wanted to, to charities. And, and uh, some people will pull money out of their savings to give a larger donation. And in the past, you could only de- deduct up to 60% of your adjusted gross income. Now it's up to 100%. And if you exceed that, you have a five-year carryover. So lots of uh, favorable issues under the CARES Act this year because of COVID-19 for charitable giving. So give us a ring with anything. What's in? What's going on in your 401k plan? Do you have concerns? What keeps you up at night? We're going to be talking about that today, as well as how to roll into annual reviews on your financial planning and take a look at next year and things like that. So go ahead and give us a ring. It's Open Mic Saturday with any questions that you might have at all. 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal, and we'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. And when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. It's 2020, and there are still too many countries that give little or no assistance to disabled children. In third world nations, these children could be left alone while parents try to eke out a living. About 10 years ago, residents of Prince William and Fauquier counties in Virginia formed Children with Disabilities Fund International. It focuses on the needs of disabled children. 
CDFI's current work in Jamaica and Kenya supports about 300 disabled children and their families. For some of these children, they're getting the care they need for the first time in their lives. CDFI recently began an individual child sponsorship program in an effort to better meet the needs of these disabled children. To choose your child to sponsor, go to thecdfi.org. That's thecdfi.org. Your gift will help transform not only a disabled child's life, but the lives of their parents and of the surrounding community. Go to thecdfi.org. Make a difference. Go to thecdfi.org. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea Call now, 855-767-3123 That's 855-ROSE-123 Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Appreciate you listening. And if you'd like to dial in, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert here in studio. Larry. Sure, Chris. One other thing, too, that I didn't talk about here before the break. Uh, just we came up on that break. I wanted to, I wanted to say something. You know, one of the most powerful people in the world, if not the most powerful people, is the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell here in the U.S. of, of, of our, our Fed. And the Fed came out this week with some pretty interesting statements and some, some changes a little bit in some of their forward guidance. They're going to continue to their asset purchasing program to the tune of about $120 billion billion dollars billion dollars <laughs> each month. Of the mind. yeah that's a yeah, lot of a lot of zeros right a lot of zeros out there 120 billion a Ooh. month in treasuries and mortgage backed securities basically until it obtains its goal of achieving a 2% inflation rate and full employment uh, you know, a lot of the Fed chair, a lot of the uh, federal people, um, you know, in, in the open market, federal open market committee, um, they're, they're, they, they said, you know, look, we, we think we're going to keep rates at the lower band uh, through 2023. So that gives a forecast of, of greasing the economy for the next few years. And, and um, that's that, you know, the markets really like that. And the markets are listening very carefully to all of that. So I see we've got some people on the call on the lines. Let's welcome uh, Jim from Iowa. Good morning, Jim. How are you today? Are you there, Jim? Let's put him on hold here, Chris, and go, go down here. And let's, uh, let's welcome Tim on the line from Virginia. Good morning, Tim. How are you today? Oh, good morning. I'm fine. Thanks for taking my call. Um, my question is, uh, with the standard deduction change from a year or so ago, plus this CARE Act's change with the uh, itemized deductions or with the charitable deductions, can I take those deductions on the standard form, or do I, or or do I have to itemize? I think you're going to have to itemize that. You know, that's really a question for your tax preparer. Uh, you know, I, I know how the tax laws work as far as uh, all that goes, but I don't do taxes on for, for people. So I can refer you to our CPAs that we work with, but I believe you have to take uh, your, your itemized deductions because you're going you're gonna to go over that if, if you look at doing a qualified charitable donation, uh, something of that, that nature. 
But underneath the CARES Act, and what a lot of people are doing, Tim, is they're actually pulling into 2020 their 2021 uh, uh, charitable contributions because of this rule, because nobody knows if, if the government's going to extend it or not into 2021. Perfect. Thank you for your, uh, for your answer. Absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Dixie on the line from Florida. Good morning, Dixie. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you. Sure. How can I help you? Well, I, similar. similar. Uh, we, we actually did fairly well this year, surprisingly. It just happened that we, you know, we have a small business. And this year we're we're going to end up paying more taxes than we had originally anticipated, and so our accountant gave us some ways to you know just make sure that we were mitigating, make sure we were taking advantage of whatever tax breaks there were available. But one thing I just I I I just am not completely clear on is 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 those contributions. So if we do a contribution, how much does that offset the taxes? So so here's the the scenario. First of all. When you say we, we're, we're going to make a contribution, what type of plan are you going to put it into? An IRA, a simple plan, a, a solo 401K, a, a Keo plan, um, a, a well, traditional we, 401K we a, plan, a simple plan? We, but, but we had a couple of oh, – sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but here's, here's basically the way it works. If you decide to put $10,000 into one of these plans as an example, okay, let's say a 401K plan you put, and you're eligible and you put $10,000 into it, then you're going to get a $10,000 deduction off of your income, okay? So basically the way that that, that flows out is if you make $100,000, just to do math easy, <clears throat> on that $100,000, you will pay FICA tax, Social Security and Medicare tax, okay? And then that $10,000 comes off your tax return. You avoid paying state and, and uh, federal income tax on that money right there. So then you're only paying taxes on $90,000 basically. Now that $10,000, what you're saving is whatever your tax bracket is. Like if you're in a 20% tax bracket, you're saving a couple grand in taxes. You're not getting a tax credit where it's a dollar for dollar deduction, $10,000 off your tax bill. It's your tax percentage is what you're saving, which is a good thing. Okay. You're getting a tax deduction for the money going in, right? And then while the money's in that plan, Dixie, that money will grow tax-deferred, meaning there's no taxes when you buy and sell within that plan until you ultimately pull it out down the road. Does that help? All right. Yep, very much so. Thank you. I appreciate Le your time. Yep, let me add one more thing to this, okay? Let me just add one more thing to this. Um, a lot of CPAs are trained to save money on this year's taxes, which is a good thing, okay? But also keep in mind that you are in a low tax bracket today comparatively to all the other historical tax rates, okay? Even if you're in the highest tax bracket today, you're still lower than the highest brackets in, in history. So, so my point is don't forget about the Roth. Don't forget about putting money onto the Roth side of your retirement planning so that you can enjoy tax-free money in your retirement years as well. It's very, very important to understand tax allocation strategies. I agree that we should put money pre-tax today, but I also see so many clients wishing they would have put more and more money on the Roth side of things down the road when they're in retirement. So I personally like money on both sides. So if you want, I can have someone send you out information on how to explore taking advantage of a tax deduction today and at the same time shoveling some money over to the tax-free Roth side as well, which really won't hurt your taxes. Yeah. For sure, definitely. I would appreciate it. 
Okay, let me put you on hold, Dixie, and we'll have somebody reach out to you about tax allocation strategies. Appreciate the phone call, and Merry Christmas. Let me put you on hold. Bob will get some basic contact information from you, and then we'll have someone give you a ring. Thanks for the call. Appreciate the call. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Jim back on the line from Iowa. Good morning, Jim. How are you? Yeah, we're not going to talk to Jim today, I guess. I think it? Jim's got to mute something going on there or whatever. <laughs> I'm not, not too sure. I Let's welcome so. Dennis on the line from California. Good morning, Dennis. How are you this morning? Morning. Doing good. Thank you. Good. How can I help you, sir? Uh, the question, um, I, I'm retired, and uh, I have a good retirement income, and I have uh, thirty dollars to $40,000 I was looking to invest or to put into an IRA. I, I've never... I don't know anything about IRAs, whether it's Roth or whatever, and, and I'm curious about it and what the advantages are. So you you can't if you're if you're not working if you don't have earned income, Dennis, then you cannot contribute money into a Roth IRA or any IRA for that matter. Okay, but you can convert traditional IRA money over to the Roth IRA if you wish. But you have to have earned income in order to put money into a Roth, in order to contribute money to a Roth IRA. So, do you have a traditional okay. IRA? Say that again. Do you have a traditional IRA? Do you have a regular IRA that's never been taxed before? Uh, no. Okay. So, so on this I, thirty or forty thousand dollars that you have that you want to get invested, we can look at different investment strategies. But you can't contribute it into an IRA because you don't have earned income. Pension money, believe it or not, is not deemed earned income because you don't pay FICA tax on it. Social Security tax, you just pay state and, and federal tax on it. That's what you do. So <clears throat> if you're married and your spouse is working, then you can have a non-working spouse contribution. So you can, you can do that as, uh, uh, to put money into an IRA or a Roth IRA. But on the other hand, okay. let's back up real quick and take a look at, at, at a bigger question here. What is it you'd like, to, you'd like to do with this money? Do you want this money to grow for you for later in life to produce income? Do you want it to grow for an inheritance for kids or grandkids? What would be your objective and your goals? I, I guess I'd just like to see it grow and uh, possibly use it down the road. Um, you know, I don't have a big use for it right now, and so I'm just looking for something to do with it. Sure, that's fine. So so here's sort of an idea for you. Maybe think about this a little bit. You know, from an educational perspective, if you wanted to put money into an IRA, the, the beautiful thing about that is it's going to grow tax-sheltered. But if you're not eligible to put it into the IRA because you're not working, then you can put the money into a very tax-efficient investment plan where your taxes are very, very little in some years, may, maybe even none at all. Um, while this money is growing for you. So if you like, I'll be happy to have someone reach out to you next week, uh, Dennis, and, and, and explain to you the efficiencies of ETFs from a tax perspective on how to make this money grow. That, that would be great. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, Merry Christmas. Let me put you on hold here, and Bob will get some of your contact information, and we'll get right back with you. Appreciate the phone call. You have a great, right. great day. Thanks. Uh huh. If you listen to Making Money Sense, give us a ring, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Check us out live at LarryRosenthal.tv, streaming on YouTube this morning. Let's welcome Nick on the line from Florida. Good morning, Nick. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. 
A uh, quick question. Um, I'm in my late 60s. I'm self-employed, and I've got quite a bit of my <clears throat> in, uh, money invested in uh, in assets. Uh, my bad. I mean real estate inventory. And I'm not, you know, I hate to be a pessimist, but I'm not really too rosy about the future with this new administration. And I've worked all these years, and I'm looking ahead. What's the best thing for me to do? Should I, you know, cash out everything, and, and where can I put it for safety? Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm one of those kind of guys. I, uh, I, you know, hope for the best and plan for the worst. I understand that, and that's probably good prudent planning too, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, especially right now. <laughs> yeah, so, so. I understand your question. Should I, should I get very conservative now because you don't like what you see on the horizon? You know, without me knowing what your situation is, you know, how much assets and liabilities you have, what your income needs are, what your tax situation is, if you quote-unquote cash things out, you know, I'd have to really break that down before I said, yeah, do it or don't do it. Or, or you know, maybe you have three rental properties. Maybe you have 14 of them. I don't know. We got to look at, at right. you know how much depreciation recapture there, there could be on them if you depreciated them. We need to take a look at a lot of different things. And then the alternative here's the big question, Nick, is if you do stop your current investments and cash them out and get more conservative, where are you going to park the money? You know, um, right. you know there there's some places you know tax free municipal bonds. I don't know if the if if your assets are in in IRAs or not. You know, there's tax-free municipal bonds that can give you some some federal income tax-free income. I see you're in Florida, so there's no state income tax there. You know, do you need income production from these assets? So so basically, what what I would say is at this point of the conversation, there's a lot more to talk about, much more in depth. And I can go ahead and send you out our financial planning toolkit, okay? And we can have one of our advisors reach out to you next week and set up a time, <clears throat> excuse me, where he or she can go through that toolkit and get more into the weeds and much more details and go through and give you an analysis on everything. Would that be okay? That'd be perfect. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yep. Let me let me go ahead and do that. And as a matter of fact, uh, you brought up a good subject about you know the current change in the administration and and some people are happy about it some people aren't on January 28th if you go to my website LarryRosenthal.com on January 28th we're, I'm going to be having a webinar there and it's and it's actually titled where we were where we are and where are we going with a question mark sounds okay. like a Robert Redford film from way back I don't. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. The way we were. Don't you remember that? Oh, you're, you're too young, Larry. I'm sorry. Oh, this isn't the way we were. This is where we were. Yeah, okay. I know. It's a little different. It's a lot right. of W's and H's in this title. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Nick, let me put you on hold, and we'll have somebody reach out to you next week, okay, to talk to you about, Thank you, you know, so Thank uh, you. investment asset allocation. Appreciate the phone call, and Merry Christmas. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855 855- Seven six seven three one two three. Let's welcome Mary on the line from Virginia. Good morning, Mary. How are you? I'm just great. How about you? I'm well. How can I help you today? Uh, well, I have. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm retired, and in the past, um, say from 2018 till now, had a couple of reversals in my finances. Um, I had um, like mold in my kitchen, and I, I had to do like a thirty thousand dollar renovation everything had to be stripped out and cleaned and it was very it was quite expensive but after that my son had a stroke and i had to retire and take care of him mm. 
and I've been doing that ever since, but I still have that debt. Now I have uh, the windows are rotting on four windows in the house, and I had to have those done, which is another $20,000. My question is, do I take the money out of my retirement account and pay those things off, or do I pay a monthly payment uh, and just continue to pay it down? It just seems like such a burden. I understand. I'm sorry to hear about your son, definitely, uh, and, and the mold problem you have. So a lot of it's going to depend. The answer to that really is going to depend on what your income needs not only are today but down the road in the future. If you were to, and I understand that you're strapped with payments right now, and I sort of got to look at a break-even point in a, in, in a, in a cash flow analysis, and what what the what we what we would be looking at is, you know, if you paid off fifty thousand dollars of debt right now, if that fifty thousand was still in investments and it was earning, let's say, seven percent in ten years, it'd be worth a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and in twenty years, it'd be worth two hundred thousand dollars. That's just the, the mathematical formula of compound interest. And so if it's worth $100,000 in 10 years and that gives you a 5% distribution, that's five grand a year in income stream without touching principal. So we have to weigh that against what it is right now if these payments are strap strapping you enough not to enjoy lifestyle, right? So that's sort of the break-even conversation that we really need to have. So I, I, I need to sort of have someone sit down and, and do an analysis of your, of your income needs today, your tax situation, and your income needs down the road and take a look at this. Also, a lot of times I know these window companies and, and, and construction things, they don't, they don't uh, uh, well, at least window companies anyway sometimes, they may give you a zero interest on, on your payments. I don't know how, how, how you've, you've made those arrangements or anything like that, but, but uh, uh, I, 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 I'd really like to take a look at the cash flow on it all because that's really important uh, for down okay. the road too. Plus, you know, are you planning on staying in the house? Is this the forever house or are you going to sell this house in five years or ten years and things like that? Yeah, I think uh, what I'm staying with my son to take care of him, and I'm renting the house out to uh, college students. My okay, so if you're going to turn this, if you're going to turn this into a rental, then that's a whole different story because then we need to treat it as an investment type property, and that, and that now we're going to come at it from a different angle. Okay. Um, so okay. I, I'm going to go ahead and, and, if you want, I'll have somebody reach out to you, and, and we'll take a look at this and really break this down for you because you've got a lot of different opportunities now that it's going to be a rental property for yourself, okay? Okay, great. Yep, let me put you on hold, Mary, and we'll have one of our advisors reach out to you next week and set up a time to, to build you out a cash flow retirement plan, okay? Okay. All right, appreciate the phone call. Let me put you on hold. Merry Christmas. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Let's welcome Gene on the line from Virginia. Good morning, Gene. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, my question is, in January, I'm going to be closing on a rental piece of property and making a, a very tidy sum and was wondering whether or not I should take that money and put it towards my existing mortgage, which is a 10-year loan at 2.59%, or invest it uh, in a 401k or Roth or something like that. 
Well, when you when you take the proceeds, for, first of all, you know, I, I'm a big fan of as little debt as possible in retirement years, okay? Uh, and I understand right. the mortgage leverage and, and the nine different ways you can manage equity inside of your homes and all this kind of stuff, and, and I get it all. But still, at the end of the day, Gene, there, there's a lot to be said for keeping things simple and low overhead costs, okay? So, so that's one of the things that, that we would have to talk about is what, what is your goals? What, what do you want your retirement cash flow life to be like? Do you always want to be bringing money in to pay this bill and keep leverage up and, and invest as much as you can, or do you just want it to be simple? So, so that's the first way that we would sort of break down this conversation. And then we, we would really need to lean into, you know, the, the fact of now you're saying, well, I'm going to get this money. And then I want to invest it. Well, if you don't have earned income, you can't contribute to an IRA or a Roth IRA, but you can convert traditional IRAs over to a Roth. So if you're, if you're, if you're not eligible to place the money into an IRA or some sort of qualified plan that allows the money to grow tax-deferred, then we have to look at a very tax-efficient very tax-efficient investment strategy that your money can continue to grow for you, but pay very, but have very little exposure each year to taxes. That's sort of how I see the conversation breaking out right there. So from an educational perspective, we have to sort of break that down and, and, and lean into that conversation. Uh, and then ultimately, where do you want your retirement cash flow to look like, you know, um, as far as all that goes? So Right. Well, that makes sense. Thank you very much. I appreciate Absolutely. It. If, if you'd like, I'll be happy to send you out our toolkit, and that will help you sort of lay out the land of everything, and then we can have a follow-up phone call with one of our advisors to sort of step you through and maybe give you some strategies that you're not too aware of, you know, when it, when it comes to yeah. tax-efficient investing and, and things like that, and then ultimately producing income that you need to supplement your retirement needs. That would be great. Thank you. Yep, let me put you on hold, and Bob will get some information from you, and we'll have someone reach out to you next week. Appreciate the phone call, and Merry Christmas, Gene. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Hey, check out our website, LarryRosenthal.com. Check, hit the little seminar icon button in the top right-hand corner, and you'll see that we're already, we already have uh, people signing up for our webinar in January. We're going to be doing a webinar. There's no cost for this webinar. There will be people on there from all over the country. It's on January 28th. We'll be having two sessions, one at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and then the same, and then we'll be doing the same material again at 7 p.m. So if you're working or if you want to do it in the luxury of, you know, the, the uh, uh, comfort of your own home, it doesn't really matter. They're lots <laughs> of fun, too. Yeah, they are lots of fun. They only last an hour. But this one, you know, it being January that we're doing it in, we're, we're going to be kicking it off, and it's going to be, you know, it's titled Where We Were, Where We Are, and Where We're Going. I'm going to break down the economy. We're going to take a look at some different phases of financial planning, some tax efficiencies, and, and all different types of things. It's going to be a lot of fun. So go ahead and sign up for it. It's going to be January 28th. Go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and you can sign up right there. Let's welcome Mary on the line from Colorado. Good morning, Mary. How are you? Are you with us, Mary? Did we lose you? Is Mary there? Yeah. Sounds like she must have dropped off there. Sorry to hear that. We'll catch right, up with her. Hold there and see, you know, see what were, happens. While you were talking about that, it came to mind also that you know, on the YouTube stream that we're sending out, you can also just tap, you know, type in a question. They've got a Q&A section there. So if you ever have any questions that you want to just type in, if you don't want to be on the air or whatever, you can type it in there, and I'll pass it along to you, Larry. How does that sound? Sure, that sounds good. I didn't you know we Larry, could do that. LarryRosenthal.tv. Yeah. Sounds good. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here. 
Uh, we'll be back in a moment with more Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. another money minute with larry rosenthal so many different ways to invest money lump sum deposits buy and hold market timing how about dollar cost averaging put the same amount of money into the same investment at every interval whether it's monthly quarterly annually whatever it may be this gives you the greatest opportunity to get the average price over the long term of the investment because one of the secrets to creating wealth is the acquisition of shares you want to keep buying more and more shares over time on the flip side, when you're in your retirement years and you want to distribute dollars to yourself for income, do the same thing in reverse. Dollar cost average out during your retirement years. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and the Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you today at 855-767-3123. Watch us on LarryRosenthal.tv right now this morning on YouTube. And don't forget the seminar. My goodness, that's going to be a lot of fun. You're a busy guy, Larry. I know, I know. <laughs> you we got a shop still. Yourself, we huh? got a shop. It's yeah, a good thing, a though. Oh, yep, well. it's a definitely a good thing yeah, there. Yeah. So, hey, you know, we we again, Chris, we we talk about money often on this show. I mean, that's what you know, that's what the show's about a lot of times. But we have to bring it back to reality. In Hebrews thirteen five, the Lord says, "Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you.'" Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always, and I will say it again, rejoice. Um, you know, so some pretty, you know, important, well, there's always important scriptures in, in every line of the Bible, that's for sure. But, you know, let's keep it real. God owns everything, right? And he's charged us with good stewardship. <clears throat> we need to get education. And, and you, you take a look at God's economy versus man's economy. You know, the Lord blesses us with, with assets, with, with the ability to, to, to make incomes. He gives us all different talents and, and abilities. And then we have to take those, those assets that he's blessed us with and put them in man's tools, you know, IRAs. We had a couple calls today on IRA people, uh, people wanting to put money into IRAs. And you can't because there's certain rules or you can if you meet these rules, you know. And, and so, you know, we, not, we have to sort of make sure that we don't put money or assets or objects before the Lord. You know, God needs to come first in our lives, and that's why Hebrews 13.5 says, Keep your lives free 
from the love of money and be content with what you have because God says he will never leave us. He will never forsake us in anything. He will take care of our needs. And so, you know, we've got to make sure that the assets we have we're using in his, in according to his will for our lives with those assets. So, so, you know, on that hand, um, you know, the, 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 the show is, you know, we've done a lot of biblically based financial planning web, uh, seminars in, in, uh, over the years in churches. If you're listening and, and you, uh, want to see us do a, a private webinar on financial planning, investment strategies from a biblical perspective, uh, just reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to set up a webinar with your church and do that. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of fun uh, doing doing the webinars uh, now, and, you know, with, with everything that, that's going on it's in the lucky, country. You know, I'm kind, of, uh, I'm kind of lucky to be able to see behind the curtain there a little bit. I know occasionally you do some of these webinars for churches and others, but you have, you have this one you do on giving, which is really, really good. I mean, I enjoyed that very much when I watched it this last week about how you can really strategize and not only can you win for yourself and still get money and invest money, but you can also win for your charity or those who you're trying to help out. So it's kind of that, neat. That's exactly right. I just for for a private organization, I just did I just did a, a webinar on planned giving and and you know that's one of the things that we'll be rolling out in our webinar series next year is you know when you take a look at the tax code, Chris, you know the the first two thirds of it explain how the government's gonna take take our money through taxation. And the last third of it explains how we can best utilize our, our, the tax code not only to benefit charitable organizations but our families as well. You know, I, I, I was uh, 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 talking with somebody not too long ago, and they asked me a question. They said, you know, Larry, I, I, I work with, this, w- with an advisor, and I've got a question for you. I said, what? And they were talking about uh, donor-advised mutual funds. A donor-advised mutual fund works like this. So, so stop and think about this for a second. If you want to write a check to a charity, $1,000, $10,000, 100000 a million, $10 million, whatever it may be, you can just write that check and give it to the charity, and, and you're done with it, right? You can also put the money into what's called a donor-advised mutual fund. So the advantage there is you put the money into the donor-advised fund, right? You get the same tax deduction. But now that donor advised fund has that money in a mutual fund, whether it's conservative, moderate, or growth-oriented mutual fund, and that money is growing. It's compounding in the market. And you tell that donor advised mutual fund when and whom you want that money to be distributed to. You put a, you you could say, you know what, each year distribute seven percent of the money to XYZ church. Distribute ten percent to ABC missions. Distribute XYZ amount each year to you know, your, your local uh, uh, food bank or whatever it may be. They do all the accounting and record-keeping for you. It's very, very easy and simple. You get the same tax deduction. Now, one of the advantages that a donor advised fund, especially at the end of the year right now, for people that have had a good year, is they're scrambling around looking for a, a place to make a donation, and they're not sure, well, which charity should I use? Do I trust the charity? Whatever. You can put it into a donor advised fund in 2020. And you don't have to have that money distributed till 2021, 2022, 2023, whatever it is. But you get this year's current tax deduction. So donor-advised funds in December become very popular with people wanting to put money away into them. Now, one of the advantages is if you put, let's say you put $100,000 into a donor-advised fund, you now have created an asset on your tax return. 
If you put $1,000 in, if you put $100,000 in, you know, whatever it may be, $10,000, a million dollars, you've now created an asset on your tax return. So let's suppose you put $100,000 into a donor-advised fund, right? You can now take that money uh, and, and conv- now you can take that asset, that's that, that tax-deductible asset that's on your, your tax return, and suppose you decide, hey, I want to convert $100,000 out of my traditional IRA over to the Roth. When you do that conversion, it's taxable to you. But since you've created an asset on your tax return by the charity, by the charitable contribution into the donor advice fund, it wipes out the taxes on the on the uh, uh, conversion, and you can essentially convert a, in this example one hundred thousand dollars tax free over to your Roth IRA. So a lot of people don't understand how to use the advantages of the tax return uh, or, or, or or charities within the tax code. To, to be able to do this. So we'll be rolling that information out too. And, and you know, it, it's the same thing too with churches. If you want to put money into a donor advised fund or just give the money directly to churches, the question becomes what do you do with that asset you create on your tax return to benefit your family? There are there's pooled income funds where you can create an income stream back to you and still get the d- deduction today. All different types of things, Chris. And I, you know, I just go on and on about it. All yeah, it's cool it's, stuff. It really is. It really is. There's, there's yeah. no doubt about it. Let's welcome Susan on the line from Ohio. Good morning, Susan. How are you today? Well, good morning. I'm great. How can I help you? I had a question concerning grandchildren. I don't know how to. I'm doing fine financially myself, and I want to do something for them. Is it better to do like a whole life life insurance policy that they can cash in or? some type of other investment for them. What it was what Susan, what would be your objective? What do you want them to do with the money when they quote unquote cash it in? What what are you trying to do? Are you trying to cover them for college, for a start in yes. life? What's your objective? Both. College would be my main goal, but if they chose not to go to college, I would want it available for them to do something else with. Okay, so so the cash value life insurance plan um, usually doesn't play out too well. Now, one of the advantages of cash value in an insurance plan is that the money grows tax-deferred, and through a series of withdrawals and loans, you can pull the money out tax-free, okay? But in such a short period of time, from age zero to age 20-ish or so, and, mm-hmm. and having a policy written on a, on, a, on, a, on a child at age 10 or 0 or, or 15 or whatever it is, you can't really cram an efficient amount of money into that policy without breaking one of the three laws, TEFRA, DEFRA, and 7 Pay Act, uh, which then will prohibit the money coming out tax-free th- free through loans. So the cash okay. value life insurance savings for that program really doesn't work out that well, Okay. Let's turn our attentions to an UGMA account, which is a Uniform Gift to Minors Act, or to a 529 qualified uh, plan for college. So inside of an UGMA account, which is you, Susan, as the grandparent, would open up the account in your name or your children's name, and you would, ma- you would put as the co not the co-owner, but the successor owner, I would say, uh, as, as uh, the child. So it's Uniform Gift to Minors Act. As that money grows, you know, you're controlling it and everything like that. And when they become of age, it's their account, and they can do whatever they want with it. Now, as it's growing along these years, if there's a taxable event in the account, like a dividend or a buy and a sell, you have to pay those taxes on it, okay? On the 529 focus, 
which is geared towards college, the money's inside that plan, and while it's in there, there's no taxes. You can buy and sell within that 529 plan, and there's no taxes on any of those uh, transactions at all. When you go to pull the money out, if you pull it out for what's called qualified educational expenses, then it all comes out tax-free. You can put it. You can put the yeah. It's very attractive. You can put the the account in in the oldest child's name, and if if he or she decides, you know what, I'm not going to go to college, you can mm-hmm. transfer. You can change beneficiaries to another person, and it still comes out tax free for them as long as it's being used for qualified educational expenses. Now the downside is if nobody goes to college, okay. And you don't want to take classes again or anything like that, then, then yeah, there you go, right? Go back to school, right? Then, then uh, uh, you pull the money out, you have to pay taxes on your gain plus a 10% penalty, okay? So that's okay. sort of the downside right there. So we have lots of clients that utilize the 529 strategies, and also on the side, they'll put a little bit of money elsewhere too. In, in, in some cases. So, you know, if you want, I've got a kit here that we can send out on all the issues and, and the pros and cons of 529 plans. I see you're calling from Ohio. I'd have to ask where, you know, where the grandkids, uh, what state do they live in? We can look at the state plans there as well. Some of them have okay. prepaid tuition plans, which is a, another option also. Well, thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'll put you on hold, and Bob will get some of your contact information, and we'll send you out the information on the 529 plans and UGMA accounts, okay? Thank you. Merry Christmas. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Dial us up. It's open mic Saturday. Any questions at all, no holes barred. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. You are listening to Making Money Sense Live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a and here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. Proper financial planning starts with a firm foundation. Don't jump up to the third rung of the ladder when you're trying to climb to the top of the roof. Make sure your insurance is aligned properly. Make sure you have the right types of homeowners, auto, umbrella, disability, long-term care, life insurance, just to name a few. Financial planning starts with a firm foundation, and that foundation is your insurance. Then take a look at your cash flow. Are you able to save money? Save it in the proper places. Retirement planning, traditional IRAs, traditional 401k plans, Roth IRAs. Make sure that the dollars are actually working for you towards your investment objectives.
Delivering sound financial advice you can depend on. You found the Larry Rosenthal Show. Call now with your questions, 855-767-3123, or stop by LarryRosenthal.com. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123, and Hey, Larry. Merry Christmas. Hey, Chris. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, brother. Thank you. You bet. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hey, so here's here's a sentence that I'm going to use very carefully. I have some good news from the IRS. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I laugh out loud? It was, it, How's that sound, right? It was a it was a mistake. I didn't mean to laugh out. <laughs> oh, sorry. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so you know, when you're 72 or older, you have to take required minimum distributions, right, from your IRA. A lot of people, you know, are very familiar with this, and and uh, some aren't that are younger than that. But they've heard the rumor mill about it. Well, what is this required minimum distribution? What does it mean? What what's the story on it all? And and when you are seventy two or older, oops, I just uh, did something to my video there. There you are. Uh, when you're seventy two or older, you have to take out a minimum amount from your IRA money each year. Uh, not not Roth, but your traditional IRA money, because the government wants the money. It's never been taxed before. And there's a schedule that, that you have to adhere to. If you don't take the money out, then there's a 50% tax penalty plus income taxes on the amount of money you should have taken out. So you can get upside down very quickly with all of this. And then on the uh, the good news is in, in a couple of weeks ago, the IRS said, you know what? We're seeing people live a lot longer. So they came out with new required minimum distribution tables that are going to lower the amount of money that that you have to take out. It's a brand new schedule. Now, hold on a second. It doesn't take effect until 2022, okay? So 2022, you're going to get a break on the amount of money that you have to pull out from your required minimum distribution tables. This is a good thing. It's a very good thing, okay? Uh, It does not take effect in 2021. 2021, we're under the same old rules, but in 2022, that's when the new rules come about. Okay, so kind of good information there uh, to, to, to learn about. You know, a lot of people will make a mistake, and they will continue to pull the same amount of money out uh, under the old ways, and they don't need the money. If, if you're pulling the money out and you're paying taxes on it and you're just sticking it in your checking account, well, essentially you're pulling out excess money, paying tax, sticking it in – what could be a very well, you know, non-interest-bearing type of a checking account. So you want to sort of stay away from that and, and pay attention to the new rules. Your advisor should have this stuff on automatic co-pilot for you uh, most of the time anyway or be meeting with you throughout the year talking about your required distributions and, and things of that nature there. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's welcome Thomas on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Thomas. How are you today? Hey, good morning. Good. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? I had a question about capital gains taxes. Um, so my, me and my wife owned a property in Colorado, and we sold it this year, and we made a, a profit, a net profit of, of over six figures. And I'm, we owned the, we bought the property in 2013. We lived in it for three years, and then we moved and we rented it out for the next um, until we sold it this year, and. So we made a nice, you know, six-figure profit, and now it's going to be coming tax time. And I'm wondering, um, are we going to have a pretty hefty bill 
for so capital gains. The tax gains rule or, on this is the, here's the tax rule on this, Thomas. And first of all, do you work with a CPA or a tax preparer? Um, yeah, we have been in, in the past. Okay, so so you might want to this year, and I can refer one to you in Maryland. Okay, we work with a firm over there in Maryland if you like. Uh, but yeah. here's the rule: if you've lived in the house two of the last five years two of the last five years and has been your primary residence and you sell the property and a capital gain you're, you're blessed with a capital gain it's tax-free if you're married filing jointly up to five hundred thousand dollars if you both were on the house you both live there two of the last five years and you file your taxes jointly like that up to five hundred thousand dollars of profit is tax-free uh, now if it's just one person that owned the house or if you just file your taxes separately, then it's 250 okay? But the rule okay. here, the litmus test on this is, did you live in the house two of the last five years? And from the numbers you were telling me, I'm not sure you're qualifying for that, okay? Yeah, I think it's really close. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to touch that one. I'm going to refer you to a CPA firm real quick uh, that, that can really handle that for you. Um, also... You know, it being a rental, hopefully you've got a lot of receipts on any capital improvements you made, investments in the property. Did you put up a fence? You know, did you change the driveway? You know, things like that that can help you uh, along those lines. So, so since and it is close, be, you need. Pardon me. Sorry. Would would that be good for for the entire history of of or of the duration that we had rented the property out? Because well, that's, we had. Um, we had a property manager, and we have receipts of all the improvements, um, you know, everything on, on record. So, so would that be Yeah, good so the, the real answer to that is we, got, we have to sit down with a CPA who can comb through your taxes and see how it's been recorded all these years, look at your expenses. You know, did you take depreciation on it once you turned it into a rental property? All different types of things go into this calculation, okay? Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, but the bottom line here is this: is is uh, I'll, I'll I'll put you on hold, and Bob will get some contact information from you. We'll refer you to our to a CPA firm we work with in Maryland. Okay, since you're in Maryland, okay. and and uh, we'll also have one of our financial advisors reach out to you, and and sort of help you build a, a cash flow retirement plan for your scenario there. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. Let me put you on hold here, and Bob will get some information. Appreciate the call, Thomas. You have a great Christmas and, and New Year's. Uh, you're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Chris, I see we have some callers on the line. Those of you that are on the line, I'll stay in studio afterwards. Uh, we've got to close out the show here in just a few minutes. So I'll stay in studio afterwards, and I'll answer your questions. Yeah, so if you're listening, jump on over to YouTube.tv or LarryRosenthal.tv so that you can, can continue the after-the-show show, so to speak. Yeah, the after-the-show show, right, Chris? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, I like that. I like that. Um, so, hey, a couple of things real quick, though. Um, you know, next week we're going to be having uh, Denny Glusco, pastor for Youth for Tomorrow. He'll be doing his Christmas uh, story, which is wonderful, and uh, Dutch Short as well. And then we're also going to be having, uh, you know, our webinar that's coming up in January. Go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar icon button, and you'll see the webinar there on January 28th. There's no charge for it. It's going to be lots of fun. It's only an hour long, and it's going to be on breaking down the economy. Where were we? Where are we today? 
probably middle of January we'll have the latest top topic on that and what does it look like going forward down the road so lots of fun on that webinar there's no cost for it there's two sessions 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern time they're both an hour long you can take both of them it's the same material or just sign up for one of them tell your friends about it follow us and like us on Facebook as well so for Chris McKay and in, in on the mic here with me and Bob in the back doing the phones I'm Larry Rosenthal have a wonderful week Merry Christmas God bless and we'll be back next Saturday with more Making Money Sense.